Welcome to 8 with 8, a podcast from Ohio State Support Team 8, where we share what's on our minds and what's in the research from the field of education. Welcome back to our eighth season, which was inspired by Ohio's special ed profile, a tool that helps districts know how their students are faring on key indicators. These indicators are aligned to six essential questions that we all should be asking about special education. If you missed last week's episode, you may want to go back and take a listen so that you can get an overview of the profile and the essential questions that it poses. Today, SST8 Stacy Smith and Dee Dee Howes will talk us through the first essential question of Ohio's special ed profile, focused on how we're supporting our youngest learners. Hi, I'm Stacy Smith, and today I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Dee Dee Howes. Hi, Stace. I'm really excited to talk to you today. I'm so glad you joined me, Dee Dee. Today, we get to kick off examining the essential questions that are aligned to the special education indicators. So let's jump in. The first essential question is, are young children with disabilities entering kindergarten ready to learn? There are three indicators that align to this essential question. Do you know what they are, Deets? Yep. Indicator six is about delivery of service. Seven is for outcomes to determine readiness. And 12 is about transition from part C to B. So Stacey, how do those three connect to make sure kids are ready for kindergarten and beyond? Well, Deeds, I hope we can shed some light on that today. Let's start with indicator six, least restrictive environment. When we think about preschool, we have to consider that children ages three to five may not even be in a school yet. And if they are, it will likely look a lot different than the public school district. Absolutely. When we think about school age education, we're kind of guaranteed some consistencies and common factors regardless if the child is in Ohio or Wyoming. But in early childhood, some kids may be educated in their home, in community daycare, in a public school, or even nothing at all. So their experiences are so vast and different that they will come to kindergarten with a wide variety of backgrounds and experiences, and many young children might be missing fundamental skills. That is so true, Dee Dee. And when we think about a child with special needs, especially a young child, we know the importance of considering what's that least restrictive environment and how can we serve the child in that setting. You know, Ohio has really done a lot of work around inclusion, especially regarding the benefits for preschool children. The research indicates that preschool children in inclusive settings experience greater cognitive and communication development, and then also stronger social-emotional skills. You know, according to an article from Neurons to Neighborhoods, I love that title, Neurons to Neighborhoods, the first five years of life are characterized by rapid brain development, and actually 90% of all brain development occurs in the first three years of life. Wow, 90%. That's really incredible. It's no wonder then that we have such an increasing focus on our youngest learners because the the fact is that for so many years, the heaviest focus was on high school and efforts and resources kind of seem to trickle down from there. But decades of research has shown us now that children that struggle early usually don't catch up, at least not without intensive intervention. Students who struggle through school sadly often drop out, which then also negatively impacts their chances for post-school success. It sounds funny, but we can honestly say that what happens in the early years can have lifelong implications. Young children with disabilities need access to robust and rigorous instruction and those peer relationships right from the start. I couldn't agree more, Dee Dee. And you know, the benefits go even further. 
I think of my own son who he's now in college, but he, he attended an integrated preschool when he was just four years old and all through school, elementary, middle, high school. And even now when he's home from college, he still connects with a friend from that classroom. If they'd not been given a chance to attend preschool together, they likely would not be spending time together today. Oh my gosh, Stace, that is so incredible. I had no idea. You know, all too often we think about the benefit to the student with the disability, but we so often forget about the abundance of research that shows the benefits for the typically developing peers. And your son's story is the perfect example of that. I, I know every child has something to contribute to the world and the children around them. So, Stacy, talk to me a little bit more about Indicator 7 and that readiness. Sure thing. Indicator 7 is probably the easiest indicator for someone to align to school readiness because it looks at outcomes and dealing with social-emotional skills, knowledge, and behavior. I'm so glad it focuses on more than just academics. I recently read a position paper called Reimagining School Readiness, and they cited the importance of relationships, play, and social interaction. What is fascinating to me is that the research has direct correlation between the performance in preschool to later in life. That literally can't be overstated. It's funny that you mention that because I feel like there's a common theme in this podcast season, and that is the importance of being known, being seen, and having a sense of belonging. That sense of belonging is as critical to a child's success as their academic performance. That's such a great point, Dee Dee, and it starts early. You know, this is a great lead into Indicator 12 and why it's critical to get high-quality services started for students as soon as possible. Right, and Indicator 12 is that all-important transition from Part B to Part C and to ensure that transition is as smooth as possible for early learners and their families. And that, that takes me back to your story about your son and his lifelong friend and his having access to peers and services early on. It truly does set the stage for success in school and into adulthood, doesn't it? Yep, I totally agree with you. And you know, that also aligns the importance of starting early. That just makes me think of a quote I just read, and it says, our growing sense of urgency to prepare all children for school is, by and large, positive. After all, research tells us that children who start behind stay behind, and early gaps in understanding, especially those in literacy and math, tend to be sustained or widened over time. So that quote just reiterates the importance of making sure services are in place and implemented in a timely manner. Time really does matter. So I challenge you to take a closer look at the three indicators impacting school readiness. How can you help to ensure that young children experience a sense of belonging, access to high-quality services, and a great start to their future? And that's it for another episode of 8 with 8. The essential question they discussed asks us to consider whether young children with disabilities are entering kindergarten ready to learn, but I really love how Stacy and Dee Dee unpacked that. Are kids experiencing a sense of belonging by participating in learning and experiences with their non-disabled peers as much as possible? Are they receiving high-quality services that help them significantly increase their knowledge and social-emotional skills? And are they receiving their services in a timely manner that ensures a smooth transition from early intervention to preschool special ed services? As Dee Dee and Stacey mentioned, early childhood is a period of intense brain development and a time to help young kids form positive associations and expectations about their future schooling. 
So there's not a minute to waste in making sure that our young students with disabilities are able to share their strengths, interests, and insights as they enter into kindergarten. Be sure to join us next week as we turn our attention to school-age kids with disabilities and ask one of the most important questions we can possibly consider. Are students with disabilities achieving at high levels? We really have to examine not only the quality of our instruction, but our expectations and the opportunities we offer. We look forward to a robust conversation with a colleague at ODE to help us dive deeper into this topic. Don't miss it.